you saying hello to all the dogs in the Facebook group is the new, it's my new favorite like obsession that's <laughs> happening in the group. Every once in a while, it'll happen on Twitter. And uh-huh. then I don't ask for it, yeah. but every once in a while, someone will tweet at me or post at me like, hey, here's my dog. And I can't not say hi. <laughs> and then everyone joins in. And for like two days, it's really nice to be People on the People are internet. like, I'd like to introduce Jillian to Bruno. Yeah. Uh, Bourbon had a very, very snazzy <laughs> bow tie. <laughs> They're all amazing. I love them all. Thank you. And if I don't, but also if I miss a post and uh-huh. I didn't say hi, I'm so sorry. It's not Please personal, tell them. Fam. Oh, I love them so much. Please don't get mad at me. Hi, Julia Benzavali. Hi, Patrick Hines. Bam, before we get to it, number one, I hate to keep yelling at you, but please be listening to Jillian's new podcast. <laughs> you say you're screaming at me? Oh, wait, it's about my podcast. Yes, please. It's called Let the Women Do the Work. It's every Thursday in the TCO feed. You do nothing except press play. Yeah, and it's also ad-free on the Patreon, to the TCO Patreon. Exactly. So we're making it very simple for you. Every episode is about a woman and her experience with a true crime case that you know. We've got everyone from Lori Davis in the West Memphis Three. Yeah. Robbie Achadri with Adnan Sayed. Yeah, Roberta Blevins from Lula Rich, Lula Rowe. Yeah, that episode was bananas. You it guys were really best friends. By the end of it, I'm like, you guys should start your own MLM. We're texting already. We were, <laughs> we've been texting for weeks. Loving you, Roberta. Also, fam, come see me on tour. I am taking TCO on the road. I'm bringing the Disappear Tomorrow Murray live show yes. that we did a couple years ago. Yes. With Lance and Tim and Maggie, we're coming to Orlando and West Palm Beach. We're then going to Atlanta. Oh. We're then going to St. Paul, uh-huh. where there's gay bars aplenty, oh, apparently. Oh, yeah, I know. Then we're going Homo. to Dallas, where I'm not going to get to go see the Grassy Knoll, because i got to go to bed that night, because the next morning I'm getting up and going to Houston. Did Steve make flashcards so he so you have the, the don't worry so you have the cities and dates in order? He's sending Natalie. Natalie is coming to keep us. Oh, safe. thank God. <laughs> Lastly, fam, join our Patreon if you haven't yet. Over three hundred ad-free full bonus episodes. I wanted to mention the staircase is wrapping up on HBO. Yes, yeah. By the time you hear this, it will have already. We covered it episode by episode. If you're desperate to hear other people's thoughts on this insane case, yeah, like check the, out our coverage. All like eleven thousand episodes of the original documentary that yeah. you see them filming in the HBO uh-huh. version of the show with Tony Collette. Yeah. Where do you land? Guilty or not guilty? He's guilty for the pipe alone. <laughs> I land with not guilty, but totally insufferable. Two wives at the bottom of the stairs. I know, I know. Lots I know. of lies, I a know. lot of bullshit. <laughs> Sleeping with the editor. I know. Of the documentary. Right, I know. All right, girl, what are we talking about today? It was a joy to come to work today. God, why are you being like this? So dramatic. So, so stupid and short-sighted. Do I sound poor to you? <laughs> so basic. Why are you wearing that? So poor. Um, we're talking, it's the 2020 episode on Anna Delvey, annoyingly called the Sinfluencer of Soho. Oh, God. It's a terrible name, 2020. It is. Why didn't they go with Scamfluencer? Just say Anna Delvey, the 2020 episode on Anna Delvey. It's pretty clear to everybody you've dealt with that there is no money, that you're no German heiress. Were you living a lie? Anna's story is a story that actually novels are made of. A globe-trotting life of glitz and glamour for one woman masquerading as an heiress. She woke up one morning and she decided to be somebody else. Somebody must have started the idea that she was an heiress. And who would have started that besides Anna? It was the Kardashian lifestyle. The wannabe socialite becomes a tabloid sensation. I certainly wish I had never met her. Rachel fell hook, line, and sinker for the narrative that she was in line to inherit tens of millions of dollars. 
She owed me more money than I made in a year. For paying me my money. It opens and she's here. I didn't realize she was sitting down with us for the interview. Which we learn later, her lawyer is not far away. No. But the coming up on... And barely masked, by the way. Well, speaking of... <laughs> it's like so, the height of the pandemic. The lawyer barely is masked. And doesn't let her say a word. But anyway, speaking right. of masks, though, yeah. so this coming up on is bizarre. It's yeah. over, the music is like, pay me my money. And then it goes to like horror movie music, weirdly enough. But it's February 2021 and Anna's getting out of prison. And she's like, I felt great. I was excited to be out. I was really happy. But she doesn't know how to wear a fucking mask because it's under, it's not covering her nose. Anna, uh, I know. Anna, Patty Lapone and I are furious. You guys, with Jillian and I, we have our another live show coming up in London that we're both going to together. Yeah. That impression is going right into the show. Going right Anna into Delvey? the show. Yeah. So basic. Why is Paul? Do they even know who Anna Delvey is I over there? I think they have TV in London. Well, I just feel like they're like dumb American. Like how many dumb Americans can, I know. oh, she's not American. Or she's is not, she? We, we don't know anything about her. Germany, <laughs> Russian, who knows? I gotta say, though, she gets out of prison and the first thing she does is get on her phone. Gets, it's been four years without social yeah. media. She tweets, I'm back. Yeah, she's on Instagram immediately. Yeah. So our host is Deborah Roberts. She's the 2020 she's host. She's great. She's great. Yeah. She did not go to the Diane Diamond School of, like, intros and outros. No. I, she's professional. She's great. Yeah. But a lot of the other talking heads in this hate Anna. Oh, my God. And they it tell is, us everything. <laughs> the one lady who really calls her stupid, like, four times. Laura? Laura from the Sunday Times? (laughs) So, like, basically what what Deborah, our host, tells us is that the wannabe socialite is actually on trial for swindling hundreds of thousands of dollars. Prosecutors say the 28-year-old stole $275,000 from banks, hotels, and friends. A German con artist has been sentenced to a minimum of four years in prison. All by scamming and lying and convincing them that she was a German heiress. And so Laura from the Sunday Times (laughs) says, Anna is a tricky woman to describe. She is like no one I've ever met before. She is the slipperiest of slippery fish, I would say. The slipperiest of slippery fish. And we are just getting started. I know. I, and this is where I said, because I knew nothing about this case. I was like, what is this accent? I didn't realize that was a thing people talked about. It's like the only thing we talked about. God, <laughs> the, get on TikTok between look. Couch Guy and Anna Delvey. I finally watched the Couch Guy video. I don't know. It wasn't as weird as ever. I mean, he just wasn't happy to see his girlfriend. But it's exactly from Wild Crime. Like, oh, you are here. I know. Yay. That stupid song. Oh, I my know. God. Two whole I days. know. But the, one of the first things the interviewer, the host, asked Anna is... Is it Anna or Anna? It's Anna. Okay, ask Anna. She says, How would you describe the real Anna Delvey? Who is she? Oh, that's such a loaded question. <laughs> Anna says, Oh, that's a loaded question. To which I said, I know. How are you not prepared to answer that? That's the only question your lawyer's going to let you answer. Right. And all she does is like giggle and laugh. Like, I, I know. don't know. What do you think? I don't I know. know. I don't know. <laughs> so Laura, who hates Anna, also <laughs> says, like, she was really taking people for a yeah. ride. She's never done an honest day's work in her whole goddamn life. I love Laura hates <laughs> her. Laura's so like much. me. She had a paper route when she was nine. Right. She had to work her way up from bagger to cashier at the grocery store, just like me. Right. Because now it's 2013 and Anna arrives in New York City from Paris. Yes. Right? So we're going back to the origin story. Anna was in her early 20s when she showed up in New York City from Paris back in 2013. She had come from a middle-class background. She had no job. But somehow, once she was here, through a combination of deception and assumptions, people got the impression that she was wealthy. 
Anna's in New York City. She's living large. She's living out yeah. of hotels, but she's dropping $100 tips like it's nothing. Everyone gets a $100 bill. And most importantly, she wants everyone around her to see it. I'm so glad you made that point. Because yeah. have you ever been to like brunch with those fucking people who like, oh, let me pay the check. And then they like leave a big tip, but they leave it like in huge writing. No. And then they leave the billfold open. I make sure to associate with people where we're fighting to sneakily hand the credit card <laughs> to the person at the bar to say, we're paying for this and don't let anyone know about There's it. There's this guy that my friend used to date. I think they're still together. I don't talk to this friend anymore because of this relationship. Oh, no. I know. But he was like the weirdest. We're going to end up covering a, a documentary about this guy someday, I'm sure. What? He was very slimy. Very. He was the kind of guy who would like pick up the bill but would want everyone to know that he did it. Just oh, that's weird. Annoying. We were at a restaurant and he asked for the check and they didn't give it. They were like, no, Mr. Hoffman, it's on us. They no, thought, Mr. Redacted. They know it Mr. Hoffman, they said, because they thought he was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Stop that is it. not a celebrity doppelganger you want to get. I'm this no. close. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. Too. But no one him. wants to be told they look like that guy. Come on. Hey, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> so Todd and his defense attorney is here. What is this guy's deal? I call him clown lawyer. This guy thinks he's so funny. He's really trying to like ride her famous coattails, but it's like uh-huh. she's famous for bad reasons, Todd. He's like the poor man's Michael Cohen. Think about that. Uh, yeah. Think about that sentence. Now, let me tell you, in Inventing Anna on Netflix, which of course I watched, uh. I have notes, doesn't matter. <laughs> Julia Garner plays Anna Delvey. And Julia Garner, you yes. know her from, she's Ruth and Ozark. Oh my God, she's so good. She's phenomenal. Yeah. But another amazing casting is Ariane Moyed, who's from Succession, but he plays this lawyer, oh. Todd. And I'm like, I much prefer Inventing yeah. Anna Todd. But wait, can we just say one other thing? Just to go back to the crazy tipping the cab drivers $100. Yeah. Where's that money coming from? I know. You know what I, I know. mean? Like, that's cash. Yeah. She always had $100 bills. Well, how? I don't know. But also, another thing about Todd and his defense attorney, he's like cursing right out the gate because he thinks yes. it's cool. And he's yeah. like, She was living at these high end hotels. How she supported that, I have no idea. She just didn't give a. At the end of the day, that's what this is about. The bleeps are cha-ching sounds. Oh. 2020, <laughs> sit yourself down. Take a real deep breath. Oh, my God. They're cha-ching. Go, miss and that? listen, they're cha-ching sounds. Uh, Give but, me a break. So, like, everyone is me because everyone is saying, like, I don't think anybody could place Anna's accent. You weren't really sure where Anna was from, but she was from somewhere else. Oh, she's like vaguely European. She's just from over there. So it's like, she's from somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Tommy Wiseau did the same thing. Do you know who Tommy Wiseau is? He made uh-uh. that movie, The Room. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. And that was the same thing where it's like, where are you from? And he's like, the bio. Yeah, it's the exact same accent I as Anna say, Delvey. My friend Sam kind of has the same kind of accent because one of her parents is British and one of her parents is American. Yeah. And she sort of grew up in both places. And when I talked to her, I'm like, oh, that's an accent from over there. Right, but it's like a clear hybrid accent of like, okay, you can place totally. the where it yeah, comes yeah, from with yeah, 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 like yeah, both totally. of her parents. But the thing, like, oh, she's from somewhere else and she's this German heiress. And the thing about that Instagram account of hers, that just yeah. helped it because it was all about her image. It was like... Like, fake it till you make it times a but zillion. I, I don't, I mean, this episode's only 40 minutes. I feel like there's a lot that gets left out. I don't understand how a person who we're going to find out is totally fucking busted broke yeah. is, like, flying on private jets in a way that she can, like, take pictures for her Instagram. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. I know, because I, I think she's lying to friends. Like, she got herself into this very, very rich and powerful circle. Yeah. And then she'd be like, oh, I'll just hop your jet. Right. I'll just go with you <laughs> to Pernilla's yacht. <laughs> and then she'd, like, be on Pernilla's yacht, uh-huh, snap, uh-huh. snap for the Insta. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. 
why are we sitting in this room? Why aren't we doing that? I couldn't get away with a single fucking thing. And then we have this Anna and the Tinder swindler and all these people lying their asses off and bad vegans and all this bullshit and puppet masters. Yeah. I couldn't get away with a single... I, I could never you, do this. You do have to be some sort of sociopath because, like, Anna Delvey does not care about people's feelings. Like, I, I, could, know? I would never get away with, yeah. with a fraction of a fraction of this. And at one point, Doris Roberts... Doris Roberts. She's a famous <laughs> actor. The lady from Trouble with Raymond or whatever? Yeah, the Trouble with Raymond. Everybody hates Raymond. <laughs> Don't Raymond on my parade? <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, no. Is that how Raymond sounds? Oh, Robert. Oh, everyone's so mad at me. Is that Ray Barone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's him. That's a great impression. Thank you so much. Not going into the London show. Please don't. Ron, I'm Ray. I live across the street from my parents. I've never seen you fail at something before. Right, it's this and trying oh, to scam people. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. So Deborah Roberts, our host, is like, the impression is that you're kind of like sliding through life and you don't have to sign for anything and people just kind of let you do what you want. I guess, yes. So if you're creating the illusion that you have a certain amount of money, even though you don't, did you see that as a problem? Not at the time. Do you ever think maybe that would wind up being a problem? Like, maybe even a criminal matter? And Anna's like, oh, you're so basic. Why are you being such a matter? I'll send you the wire transfer tomorrow. She has all the questions that I have, and we get no answers. Like, today we still get no It's like, Anna, you serve time. Right. Can you just be honest? What are you doing on 2020 then? When she asks Anna, like, did you think it was a problem? She goes, no, I did not at the time. Anna is not here to apologize. Sociopath. If you thought that there was going to be Anna Delvey's, like, apology tour, it's not today. No, you have not been paying attention. No. <laughs> but then we learned this sentence is so bananas to me. The trouble began when Anna set her sights on this historic building in midtown Manhattan. As outrageous as it sounds, this young, unemployed newcomer with no business experience believed that she could fake her way into getting the millions of dollars necessary to turn it into her dream come true. This girl who's poorer than I was right. all of my life is trying to buy this $60 million historic business in downtown Manhattan. So it's on Park Avenue South and 22nd Street. Every You know this building, oh, right? Oh, I do know that Park. building. It's gorgeous. Of it's course. old and whatever. So yeah. she wants to buy it. Yep. I mean, buy it, meaning by exactly $40 million, whatever you said. Yeah. She wants it for what she calls the Anna Delvey Foundation, Holy a.k.a. ADF. <laughs> you so it would be a mem- Just hold tight. Anna- pull over. <laughs> you can drive during this one, but you pull can, over. Yeah. Usually we say, don't even get in the car. No. This one you can This drive. one's okay. Nobody dies. And the Anna Delvey Foundation, which sounds like a charity. That's the point, right? right? Yeah. It would be a members-only type club, super high-end, arts, fashion, entertainment, entertainment music, music, restaurants. restaurants. Like a mall. But it's called the Anna Delvey Foundation. And she wants it in this like beautiful old, actually like, like, what's the word? Historic? Sure, historic building. <laughs> totally. <laughs> this is where I wrote, she's got some fucking nerve to call it the Anna Delvey Foundation. I know, it's ridiculous with restaurants and a members only club and all this bullshit. Now, this is where we learned something about her that I like. Anna needed money for her uh, business venture. As she thinks that money is out there, you just have to find a way to get it. The money was out there. You just have to get it. I like that entrepreneurial approach. Like, sure. I believe in this vision. There's people with money who I can make believe in my vision too. I just need to like make them love this and they'll invest. 
invest in it. No, she goes about it the lying way. <laughs> right, because what she's saying is, I totally have the money. Right. When she right. doesn't, and yeah. not saying, like, here's the idea that's going to make the money isn't this great. Now, is yeah. there an argument that, like, the world sucks and the rich flourish and everyone else does yes. it? 1,000%. Yeah. She's a sociopath. She's totally a so- Right, this is not a Robin Hood story. Right. Because she's not trying to steal the money from the rich people to build a shelter right. or a fucking school. No, she wants a members-only totally. club. <laughs> With restaurants and art and dance and entertainment. And fashion. Just like, for her. Barf. <laughs> so the thing is, she needs $40 million yeah. for ADF. And she was meeting with some pretty major players trying to get that money. Yes. And they ask her, How did they treat you, this young 20-something, with these grand ideas for a project? I feel like we're encouraging me. It kind of helps for them to think like that I have more money than them. It helps when they think that you have more money than them. No, you know what? If you can pull that off, Anna, without doctoring paperwork, good for you. Right. And there are people who can do that. Right. There, who, there are people who can sit down with powerful people and make the powerful people feel less powerful than they are when they have no power. Yeah. That's like the real gift, right? Sure. That's not what Anna That's does. not what this is. No. But it's also like we got to get like there's a lot of men involved yes. that we yes. don't talk about who were just like. Okay. Like, she really did get past a lot of doors here to have that conversation to make the head of some bank think that she really had all this money. That's insane. And imagine using that power for the forces of good. Right. You know what I mean? Imagine what she could have done with an actual foundation. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. Members only club. I know. That, they say, the big question is, who started this rumor that she was an heiress? And somebody's like, oh, who else would have done it but Anna? And Anna's like, definitely not me. Yeah. Wasn't me who started that rumor. Her version is that, like, well, everyone just assume, and I didn't contradict it. But you know what? Of course she told people she was an heiress. But, like, if the story that, like, people assumed it and she didn't deny it, that could be an example of, like, using your power for good. But it's still a lie. Well, but you know what? Like, if you didn't make up the lie, why disabuse people of the notion if you're trying to build a foundation? But it's not a foundation. I know. It's it a is. mall. <laughs> it's like a mall on 22nd and Park. I know. I know. It's the last thing New York needs, by the way. Yeah. It's another fucking members-only club on 22nd and Park. There are eight of them right there. I know. It's also very close to the bar that I used to go to when I was a teenager. That makes you very anxious God, and angry. I need to talk to your parents. You have. They're great. <laughs> they are. And what we learn is that... A lot of times, people have maybe rich and have a personal wealth, but of course, if they have a business venture, they don't don't want to use their own personal money for it. So they go to a bank and they want to have a business loan. So she didn't actually need any of her own personal money. Because she didn't have any. Right. But the point (laughs) is, like, the way this world works, like, I know anything about dealing with, like, bankers and investments. (laughs) She didn't actually need any of her own money. She just needed to convince banks that she was good for a business loan. Yeah. And her lawyer, who I call the clown lawyer, says, Anna went to the most premier investment banks in New York without a dollar to her name. The bankers were seduced by the glitz and glam. She came up and they're stunting. She came in there with the right clothes and they were like, I love it, let's do it. She came up in there stunting. I don't know what that means. She did that like by her clothes uh-huh. and then she'd make people try to feel important but also tell them how important she was. It was yeah. just blah, blah, blah fucking bullshit. I wrote, this guy's not a regular attorney. He's a cool attorney. He's a cool, he, 100%. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to drink it, rather you do it in the house. Totally. But then everyone, shut up. Oh. Rachel, Anna's former friend. I love seeing former in the lower third. I, I wrote GP loves this. You love the former in the lower third. Because I, now I know where I stand with Rachel and I know where Rachel stands and I know uh-huh. what she's here to say. See, I thought Anna was a part of like a crew. I thought there was like a crew of like young, rich 
socialites that she was like a part of the party. But I guess it's just Rachel. It's like kind of, it's like yes and no. Like a lot of the people she surrounded herself with, I know this just from Inventing Anna, uh, which is <laughs> a Shondaland production. So there totally. were some liberties taken. Yeah. But I think she did, like she knew some people. I think she would hop from friend to friend like when she needed that person in the moment. Yeah. But really from what I can tell, she was like the cool rich one out of her friends and she wasn't even the cool rich one. No, exactly. So Rachel Deloche Williams is here and you know, they met quote out in New York City one night, sure. like just being cool girls at a bar or they whatever. Were at, they were at what was that place? Ten June or some right. horrible, <laughs> loud marquee sweet sixteen uh, marquee where it was just like uns 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 fucking bottle service bullshit. No way. I walked in once and walked right out. I was I like, I'm not even. It. I am not. I was like, we're going here. Absolutely. Stonewall not. is eighteen blocks that way, Jillian. I know. That's <laughs> kind of where I went. Of course. I went to the gay bars. But they, the host asked Rachel. Do you regret you met her? Absolutely. I certainly wish I had never met her. Absolutely. From the bottom of my heart. Well, Rachel, 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 Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Who plays Rachel in the movie? She's excellent, whoever she is. Okay. I liked inventing Anna Rachel more than I liked this Rachel. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Rachel, I'm no. just going to say. Rachel's also dishonest. But yeah. Rachel tells us she liked Anna because she used quirky Instagram filters like the cat <laughs> one and had an accent I couldn't quite place. <laughs> to which I say, doesn't take much, does it, Rachel? No. I know that we have the benefit of hindsight because we do this for a living. But can everyone be just a little more discerning? These people get away with this shit because nobody asks any questions but, when someone else is picking up the tab. But the thing is, Rachel, just say, I was a social climber. Yes. She seems yes. like a yes. really good person. I'll kind of put my talents in. Just admit it. And there's nothing wrong with that, Rachel. Like, Rachel was successful. She was a young woman as a photo editor at Vanity Fair. That's yeah. a big fucking job. Yeah. That's a hard job to get. I have to tell you, Rachel, it would only help your story later yeah. on that we get to if you were like, I just had stars in my eyes. I yep. totally, that, this is what I wanted. I thought I'd be like cool and rich and famous like her. Totally. And she doesn't say any of that. Rachel, please. And then we get Anna's take on Rachel. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would pay for things, mostly, when you two went out. Why? Well, she gave me an impression that she only made whatever sixty or $70,000 a year. It's not a big deal for me to, like, pick up a tab, which is a couple hundred dollars. I thought it was a nice thing to do. I got the impression she only made, like, 70000 a year. <laughs> what? Only. Let's pause on that for one hot second. I know. I she know. She only made seventy grand, And then she goes, so it wasn't a big deal for me to pick up the tabs. It was only, like, a few hundred dollars. Basically, she says she it was charity, and she felt bad for Rachel. But where are you getting the money? Like, I, she, like, Anna doesn't have two dimes to rub together. Right. Well, some of it was, like, credit lines that yes. for her foundation. <laughs> but I guess from that credit line, you can just get some cash. I yeah. don't know. I've never done this. I so I don't know how to how to get $100 bills out of thin air. I don't know how to do it. Well, Anna is one of those people who just wanders around being like looking for people she can take advantage of and get things from. It, absolutely. At the very least, like feed her ego. Because yes. you know Rachel said yes to everything of and never course. argued her. So like that's pretty valuable to these people too. Yeah, and Rachel, like this is my whole issue. Rachel just was having a good time with her cool, rich friend who's always picking up the tab. She doesn't ask any questions. Why would she? Oh, exactly. And like Rachel, just say that part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's the truth. And that lady from the Sunday News or whatever who hates Anna. Laura. Rachel fell hook, line, and sinker for the narrative that she was in line to inherit tens of millions of dollars. 
hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. She was in. Of course she, yeah. She didn't ask a single question and why would she? Right. So now, of course her name isn't Anna Delvey. Right. Come on now. And everyone pronounces her last name differently, but it's yes. Sorokin or Sorokin. But I think it's Sorokin, right? I was going Sorokin? with Sorokin, but what do I know? Not Aaron Sorokin. Right. Anna no Sorokin. Yeah. But here's my question. A lot of times these cases where people get swindled happen in like 1999. Sure. 2006. This was 2013. Yeah. No one gave her a goo. No one gave her a Google. I mean, come on. Like, she says she's an heiress, like a millionaire from Germany. Yeah. And like, just give her one quick Goog before yeah. you go out for the free drinks. I think Rachel didn't want to do that because then all the fun would stop. Exactly. So let's go to Morocco. You guys. This you is. Guys, I knew literally nothing about this part of the story at all. This is Rachel's big moment. This is the most bananas thing. So Anna is not a U.S. citizen. Since Anna was a German citizen, she needed to leave every three months in order to reset the visa. And instead of going back home to Germany, she suggested we take a trip somewhere warm. They just somehow had this idea to go to Morocco. It seemed to be a nice destination. Let's go to Morocco for a week. It's nice and warm. Nice and so warm. it's Anna, Rachel, and a filmmaker. You got Because Anna <laughs> wanted to make a documentary about herself and yeah. act like it's about her foundation. I mean, that, it's, it's just about, like, no one is a bigger fan of Anna Delvey than Anna know, Delvey. It's true. She's her biggest fan. Can you imagine just being so unself-aware that you hire a fucking camera crew to follow you around on vacation? You know what? Yes. I know people... <laughs> I have a couple people I can list right now who'd be thrilled to do that. I kind of believe I've never done that. I should do that on my next vacation. You were one of the people I was going to list. <laughs> but the thing about that, that there's a filmmaker here, we have all this footage. We're like seeing yeah. them lounging in Morocco. And that was kind of my question because we do get a lot of like B-roll of her. And yeah. I was like, where did this come from? This, but now we know. quote, documentary about yeah. her foundation. But it's really about herself. Of course. But it's also about like looking really rich. So apparently this, she stays at this super luxurious hotel and they're like... This is some stunning, top-of-the-line, like, dripping in gold resort with butlers and private everything. It's a resort that's built for the 1%. Khloe Kardashian has stayed there once upon a time. Quite a few decades before that, Winston Churchill would regularly stay there. Everyone from Khloe Kardashian to Winston Churchill, and I'm like... Where the fuck? The bar is on the floor. It's underground. I know. Jesus Holy Christ. Christ. To Winston, to Winston Churchill. My they God. Can't... But Anna's thing is like, well, if I put it on Instagram and the banks see me living it up, of course they're going to loan me $40 million. It's true. And that's really what's happening. But Anna's like, you know what? I'll, let me treat everyone. Rachel, put that pocketbook away. Oh, my God. Seven grand a night. And that's just for the room. Like, no one is thinking about the meals and the... Oh, yeah, that's not all inclusive in no. No, Winston Churchill, right. Kardashian You're not getting hotel. one of those orange bracelets when no. you walk in. No, no, no. No, and it's like every image we see of them on this trip, they're drinking wine. They're drinking champagne. They're eating oh, yeah. caviar. Yeah, because that's what Anna wants. And exactly. she definitely wants it on camera. Right. Right? So they ask her, like, even now, it's like, Anna, you did time. Can you just be honest with us? And especially, like, my poor person anxiety was, like, at a fever pitch because Anna knows she can't pay for this. Right. And, like, she doesn't care. But I'm just thinking, like, oh, God, what if I faked my way into, like, a fancy vacation? All the while knowing I'm in a foreign country and I can't pay for it. Like, I how know. do you enjoy yourself on a I trip like that? I don't know. Like, you're just always waiting. Is it? Is it now? Is Are it they coming now? to get me? Right. It's now, right? It's got to be now. It's the, this is the That's moment. why you're yeah. just drinking the champagne constantly because this is it. This is my last sip ever. <laughs> yep. She even says, it's like, Anna, why are you here? Like, tell us how you got this money because she yeah. says like, well, I had the money, I guess, at the time when I booked it. And I guess they gave me an impression that they pre-authorized my card. 
or something like that. They pre-authorized my card or something like that. Because what we're going to learn is that these banks, they don't give her loans, but they do give her lines of credit, like you said. Yeah. And so, like, at one point, maybe she did, as a person who worked in a hotel, you're pre-authorizing for, like, 10% of the stay. Sure. You know? So if it's, like, 100 grand for the stay, they're going to pre-authorize $10,000. At some point, Anna probably did have that credit on her card. Right. And remember, she's been living out of hotels. She didn't yeah. just get an apartment. So right. now, when she's like, oh, they pre-authorized my card. Oh, no, not a single credit card works now that they're there. And Anna says to Rachel and the filmmaker, oh, you guys, don't worry about it. I just, what happened was, oh, my yeah. God, this is totally, you guys get this. She didn't tell her bank that she was going to be in a different country, so they blocked the charges. They think it's fraud. It's yeah. just like a security thing. So the hotel isn't getting any payment, and the bill is getting astronomical. So now you have a tab of 60 plus thousand dollars? Yes. Two of the hotel workers were not going to let these women move until they had a working credit card. There was just this insane pressure and tension in the room. Suddenly it's... And there's two fucking terrifying guys right. standing in Anna's room. They were not going to allow the women to leave the room until they had a working credit card. And remember, Rachel makes a measly $70,000 a year. Measly. Measly. How do you even live Peanuts. on that? Peanuts. How do you live? So, yes, they say, like, we're not going to let you leave until someone here gives us a working credit card. Yeah. And Rachel is terrified. Of course. But right now, she's trying very hard to say the right thing and not come off as racist. Oh, oh yeah. She's trying so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some reporter's like, look, I'll say it. No one wants to go to a Moroccan prison. And right. I'm like, look, we've all seen Broke Down Palace. I know that was Thailand, but still, Rachel does not want to get Broke Down Palace. You guys, nobody wants to get Rikers Island. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, no one wants one... to go to an American prison. Right, no one wants to go to prison, No. period. Except maybe in Sweden. I think they have really nice ones Give over me that in British jail where that serial killer had a radio and cigarettes all right, the time? Right, right, yeah. You know, in a carpeted Whatever. room? No prison for anyone. But, like, especially when you're in prison in a foreign country. Yeah, like, oh, it's terrifying. just a mess. Yes. So... Rachel reaches into her bag, gives her personal credit card and her corporate vanity fucking fair credit card. Right. Which, thank God she had. Because if she hadn't had it, what would have happened? Right. Like, what's the line of credit on the vanity fair? Like, how many dinners is Rachel, the, the photo editor, buying for people? I'm just imagining, too, like, doesn't Graydon Carter get an alert when you get a $60,000 charge on the company card? Yeah, they don't explain this at all. Yeah. And they really don't get into it in Inventing Anna. I kept waiting for it to happen. Like, this goes on for months yeah. that Rachel is begging Anna for the money. And I don't know how that happens. Like, yeah. how it flew under the radar, 60 or 30,000, whatever she did. But the other thing, too, is they also don't just get on a plane and go home. They continue the vacation. Yeah. They keep drinking the fucking champagne right. and the wine and the caviar and they're like going about their lives until they get home and then it radio silence from Anna as Rachel's just trying to get her money back. Right. Constantly texting because she's saying, Anna, look, not only do I have like bills. Yeah. Because Rachel is justifying Anna's behavior by saying, I'm thinking this is a rich girl who has never had to deal with monthly bills who just doesn't understand what an urgent situation I'm in. You know, I'm late with my rent. I'm late with my credit card payments. Every night I'm awake in bed thinking, oh, this is serious. I'm like in a lot of trouble. Anna's so rich that she doesn't realize that peasants like me like have monthly bills to pay. Yeah, yeah. But on top of that, it's her work card. I like, mean, if I were Rachel, I'd be more terrified that Vanity Fair is going to find out. Of course. And then like Rachel says, she owed me more money than I made in a year. She now owes me more money than I made in a year, which means she owes her more than that measly $70,000. Right. Measly. 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 <laughs> and Deborah asks her, like, Anna, 
Anna, again, on 2020, why are you here if you're not going to answer a question? I know, I know. But Deborah says, like, did you know that Rachel was uh, stressed about the money? And Anna's like, well, yeah, she was texting me all day, every day. So, like, Anna was getting these texts, yeah. knew she couldn't pay Rachel, and as a sociopath, just, like, put her on mute. Right. And then one day, out of the goodness of her heart, this doesn't make any sense to me. Anna tries to use her American Express card to pay Rachel $5,000 via PayPal. Right. Which, of course, PayPal and Amex are like, uh, no, absolutely not. Well, that five grand goes through. Oh, does it? Yeah, but it gets flagged. Right. But Which Anna knew was going to happen. I mean, it's write her a check. Right. A wire transfer. Right. <laughs> I'll get my dad to send the transfer. The banks are being so annoying. <laughs> so it's July 2017, and Anna is arrested for the first time, and it's for theft of services, and it relates to three things in New York. Unpaid bills at the Beekman, at the W Hotel, and at Le Parc and Meridian. For theft of services. I didn't even know this was a thing. Right. This is unpaid bills at three hotels in New York. The Beekman? The W Downtown, which is the weirdest, grossest of all the W's. Oh, is it? And I just, like, I worked at the W for forever. The W Downtown's in the middle of nowhere. It's not oh. like even in, like, a nice neighborhood. I don't oh. know why you would live there and be fancy, but the Parker Meridian, my yeah. favorite hotel. Is it your favorite hotel I in New York City or, Mer- like, forever? Just in general, like, if, if I travel and I can afford it, I'll stay at the Parker Meridian because really? it's, like, it's nice. It's, like, nice without being over the top. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. great. Well, anyway, she stole from them. She stole. I mean, but here's the thing, again, having worked in hotels for five years, like, they, like especially at the W, I didn't know you could just stay there indefinitely and not pay your bills. I was going to ask you, when did they run the card? I mean, they pre-authorized the card to check in or before, and then, like, throughout the stay, like, if you're staying for several days, they're going to be running the card every couple days to make sure they're not just getting scammed. Yeah. And again, maybe it's the lines of credit, maybe sometimes it's going through. Also, I think if you're in a room after 30 days in New York, you kind of have squatters rights, and they oh, can't just shit, throw you that's out. right, yeah. But, like, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem very posh to me. Right. Well, the lawyer you can't stand yeah. says, look. The day I met her, she had one open misdemeanor criminal case. I come to find out that there's a number of criminal investigations and active cases against Anna for unpaid bills. Hotels, restaurants, other things of that nature. And other things of that nature. Can I also say, as a person who worked in restaurants for like 15 years, yeah. how on earth do you go to a fancy restaurant and get out of there without paying your bill? Th- I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I, of course, worked in bars forever and yeah. like people leave their cards there. Uh-huh. But that's like a busy Saturday night at a karaoke bar, no. not dropping thousands of dollars at like Le Cirque or like whatever. Like Le Bernadette. Like they're yeah. going to like let no. you leave? Absolutely not. If that happened at any of the restaurants I worked at, they'd call the cops. You'd get arrested. Especially because you know she's trying to charm everybody yeah. so like she's not flying under the radar she's no. throwing her money around like usually someone would like come over and say hi how are you doing like right. it would be so obvious that she left right and then like you think about all the fucking service staff people the waiter the bussers the back of house guys I know the dishwasher who aren't getting tipped at like it makes me crazy unless what she didn't do but unless like she made sure to go out of her way to tip them a hundred dollars in cash like she was doing for the cab drivers but I highly doubt she had the porters in mind no right she's not thinking about anybody but herself right so the New York Post gets wind of this right of course like the story blows up in the post of course it does wannabe socialite busted for skipping out on pricey (laughs) hotel bill and the tabloids are loving it right and so Anna's like this is the reality they created I'm like Anna it's the reality you created exactly look at your fucking Instagram don't 
gaslight me. Don't tell me that what I'm seeing is not really what I'm seeing. You did this. Who made your Instagram feed? The post? Of no. Of course. But she's brought in for an arraignment. She gets out of bail and she takes off to Los Angeles. She's just like flees the city. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rachel goes to the DA's office and they're like, get in line, sweetie. Yeah. There's already an investigation into Anna. And we don't know where she is. She's gone. And the journalist who hates Anna is like, she didn't want to give up the good life just yet. Off she goes to L.A. <laughs> So Anna gets to L.A., and I guess the D.A. maybe knows she's there or whatever, but they rope Rachel in to, like, lure her. to. They got to bring her back to New York. Like, she's, right. she's flown the coop. But now, Rachel, who's been in a panic for yeah. months and months, who's been texting Anna every day, where's my money? Can you please send me the wire transfer? Yeah. It's now like, hey, girl, what's up? You want to do lunch? Totally. And Anna <laughs> also doesn't ask a fucking question. She's like, dude, yeah, that free lunch? Good. Hell right. yeah. 100%. Essentially, the cops and Rachel are setting Anna up and they pick a restaurant and just as Anna's arriving for the meal they arrest her. But Rachel who lives in fear of Anna and doesn't want Anna to know she was involved in this continues to text her for the rest of the day. Girl where are you? I'm sitting here at lunch waiting for you. I ordered you a Pinot Gris. Yeah and it's like well she knows now Rachel she knows now. When you were testifying against her in court she got wind of that. Laura Pullman the woman who hates Anna in talking about Rachel goes suddenly the gullible fool isn't so foolish. Laura look Laura really Rachel, has an Rachel has her grind. issues too. I know. I get it. So Deborah, our host, asks Anna. At this moment, it's pretty clear to everybody you've dealt with that there is no money, that you're no German heiress. Were you living a lie? Um, I don't feel I was. No. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Excuse me. What? Show me the receipts. She, to this moment, wants us to believe that she's got money. She's fine. It's all been a big misunderstanding, GP. Anna, I don't believe you. You know what? Let her in on the gifting tables. I feel like... <laughs> I would be on Anna's team for the gifting tables You know for what? Sure. I wouldn't be because no? she can't bullshit those ladies. They're very serious and this means a lot to them. I feel, honestly, she wouldn't yeah. last a second no. at those gifting tables. Hey, I gotta tell you, sometimes, like, Connecticut can be, like, rougher than the, the wilds of New York City. I don't want to deal with any of no those way. women. My no God. Way. You take your gifting tables. I don't need them. <laughs> so anyway, the FBI sends Anna to Rikers and she's there for 19 months. But wait, Anna's like, Rikers was kind of great. The host, Deborah's like, were you terrified to go to Rikers? She's like, well, in fairness, I'd never heard of it. I didn't know. But once I got there, I was totally fine. Yeah, I was a celebrity. She, she had celebrity she, status. I know. Okay. And she literally says like, she never met anybody who was mean to her. Like uh-huh. Anna, I think that she's a chameleon. I bet like in any situation, She's got to create the cast system well, I'm sure, with her at the top. I'm sure what she can do pretty well is barter. Yes. So I'm sure she can yeah. trade cigarettes for the stamps, for the ramen, totally. for the this. Like, I feel yeah, like she yeah. is pretty good at making a Ponzi scheme. 100%. And I think that does you pretty well in prison. Yeah, yeah, I bet. So Anna was offered a plea bargain. Anna was offered a plea bargain of three to nine years to resolve all of the criminal liability. And she ultimately rejected it and said, I'd rather go to trial. I'd rather roll the dice. Let's go. I wanted to go to trial, just like it was, I felt like it was the only way to tell my story. But she rejected it because she wanted to go to trial and, quote, tell her story. She just wanted to be famous. Of course. Also, in the mix of all of this, while in prison at Riker, she gets offered that Netflix deal. Right. So they're going to pay her $300,000 for her story to be turned into Inventing Anna. I don't understand how that's fucking legal. I know. How is she allowed to make money? And then I ask you again, why are we not doing it? Why aren't we somewhere downtown right now at a bar swindling some old man? I could never do 
it. Like, and I don't know what it is about me yeah. where I'd be terrible at it, but I just feel like... I feel like you could adopt a persona if you needed to. Like what? Janet Snakehole. Oh. Yeah. Who's that? Who's this? Sad sack of potatoes? But she's just, yeah, she doesn't really, she steals like a shot, right? And then gives yeah, yeah. everyone all the tips back. Totally. So that would be me. I'd right. be like, here's an extra thousand dollars. Jillian, how did we end up losing money on this? I don't know. I felt bad. They worked really hard all night and Wait. we're two assholes. Jillian, do you owe me $158,000? Yeah, I do. Fuck, I'm really bad at this. I told you I was going to be bad at this. Steve, Jillian owes us $158,000. Steve, I was honest from the top. <laughs> There are a couple things I could do in this world. This is not one of them. Steve told us we needed to do a Steve I've Been Duped in this episode. Oh, well, you did. Great, okay. we nailed it. <laughs> Can you give us a good old Steve I've Been Duped? Yeah. Steve, Steve, I've been duped, says Rachel. <laughs> Dave, I just wanted to go to Morocco, and before I knew it, I was being almost arrested, Steve. Vanity Fair's going to kill me. Oh, God, uh, you're so basic. Why are you so Paul? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and also in the she just wanted to be famous file which is over overwhelming right now yeah. she hired a stylist for court which in some circumstances I don't 100% disagree with she was wearing Victoria Beckham and Michael Kors the choker became such a look there was so much media attention on what she was looking like Victoria Beckham has a fashion line? Yeah, she was Posh Spice. You looked a gay in the eye and thought I didn't know Victoria Beckham was Posh Spice? Well, it's not that big of a leap from Posh Spice to throwing your name on a fashion line, right? that's true. So, of course, the tabloids are loving this. Yeah. But let's go back to the Anna Delvey Foundation, a.k.a. ADF. Because Anna was really good at getting in the room with the powerful people. And so it's sort of like, in order for them to give her money, which they did, the question is, how were you able to do that? Like, did you fake documents? to show that you actually did have money in another country. Right, because she was banking on the fact that she was an heiress. Whether yeah. she said those words or not, that's what she was using. She said those words. Right. And she was like, I have all this money overseas. So what did right. she need to show the banks to prove she was good for a loan? Yeah. And Anna goes... I don't know, like a bank statement. And I'm like, Anna, Deborah wasn't quizzing you. She was actually asking you. And Anna faked the bank statements. She was creating faked documents to try and persuade bankers that she was worth around 60 million euros. These documents were very realistic. I would have fallen for it, and obviously the bankers did too. And though these banks never give her any loans, again, they give her these insane lines of credit, to which I say, when you get a paper saying that somebody's worth $60 million, yeah. why aren't you calling the number right. on the paper just to make sure? Well, apparently, according to Inventing Anna, again, which I'm sure it took some creative license, she was using voice disguising things where, like, they did call someone and it was a guy's voice and it was really Anna. Stop it! That's what the show said! <laughs> Because, of course, like, if you're the banker guy about to give her the loan, of you're course. like, no one's going to, that would be crazy. You have to think a little far ahead if yeah. you're going to be giving someone a phone number that anyone could easily call. <laughs> she was, like, on the other end of it. Don't. Would you do that for me? Yes. <laughs> but so Todd, the ex-lawyer, because now the, the lawyer that we keep referencing who's with Ada during the interview yeah. is not cool guy Todd. Right. Want to be cool guy Todd. Exactly. And Todd says to us, look, the fake documents were fake documents. We were stuck with them. There was right. nothing I could do about that. Like, I couldn't talk her way out of it. Uh -huh. She made the fake documents. Yeah. She lied on paper. It's just like, I know everyone deserves a, a defense, even the people that we know are guilty. Yeah. Like, everyone needs to make sure the system is working as fairly as possible or right. whatever. Why are you defending this woman? And why are you in this documentary defending her. I know. You did your job. Famous. I guess. God. But, but here's the difference, though. So so Todd's like, oh, they were fake. She faked them. I couldn't, like, talk my way out of that one. Yeah. But Anna's current lawyer. Oh, my God. Who's here for this interview won't let 
Anna answer a thing. So here's what happens. Yeah. Deborah says. Deborah the host. Deborah the host goes. The impression that they get from documents is that you have a lot of money in accounts. Was that by design? Um, yes. Anna looks off camera to the lawyer and goes, um, yeah. And Deborah <laughs> goes. So you wanted them to think that you had a lot of money to put up. The first one is fine. Don't answer the second one. <laughs> And the lawyer goes, the first one's fine. Don't answer the second. <laughs> but the first one informs the second. Of course. Am I crazy? No. So she won't answer anything. The whole thing is like, I'm here to tell my story. It's like Sheila right. all over again. Right. She wants to sit down. She wants to tell the story. But yeah. you can't ask her a fucking question about it. Anna. Deep cut, GP. The Sheila documentary that was like. That the, was terrible. But it was the sequel to Wild Wild Country. Where it was like Sheila's story. And then everyone was like, Sheila, are you ready to tell your story? She's like, how dare you answer me? Ask me that. I'm not saying a fucking word it's like Sheila why are we here I thought you were on some some book tour to tell your story and then someone's like are you ready to tell the story and she's like get out of my face how is she like 80 years old and still utterly terrifying Sheila oh god and so our host Deborah is like I mean look if you ask me it really looks like a scam and Anna says well but there are two ways to tell a story and so this is where the clown attorney is like the other way to tell the story is that Anna had every intention of doing things the right way. But she couldn't open certain doors without doing something a little bit gray to open that door. Sure, she had to like live in the gray area just a little bit. Which is like, do they teach you that on day one of defense lawyer school? And then what do you do for the rest of the three like, years? Intentions are real good, but right. like, what does that get me, right? Exactly. Like, that's a perfect thing to say after the fact. But then her current lawyer says something that makes me incensed. I kind of agreed with what she said. <laughs> she, hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> she says, Anna is accused essentially of misleading people to think that she had more money than she has. Isn't that what all of us do every day when we use a credit card to buy something we can't afford? Where's the crime? Her point is that Anna Delvey tried to make herself look like she had more money than she had to impress people, which is what we all do when we use our credit cards to buy things we can't afford. Now, using a credit card to buy something you can't afford is not illegal, and that's the difference. Right, but I pay my credit card bills. Exactly. And I'm not trying to put, like, a $60,000 trip to Morocco on my friend's work card. No, but you do owe me $158,000. From that time <laughs> yeah. at that place where I was really bad at this. <laughs> but, the, like, to compare stealing hotel stays for months right. and years. And not paying the fucking waiter for the meal. Right, to like yeah. charging a couple things that Dwayne Reed uh -huh. is, I'm not getting there with you. I'm not no, doing it. I, I think that in their defense strategy kind of way, they're trying to say like, no, 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 that stuff isn't real. Like, she really does have money somewhere, but okay. we can't tell you where. <laughs> but like, show, like, show Why me. Why am I trying to see the I don't know. But also like, Anna, show me a fucking PowerPoint presentation about this foundation. Give me some totally. plans. Yeah. Talk to an architect. Like, really, like, show me that this thing's going to be real yeah. instead of on 2020 being like I can't answer that but I was totally going to make good on it also use that money to cure AIDS I'm going to ask that every week are you serious like, I know. make a real foundation yeah there's a lot in this world that needs fixing Anna yeah, use totally. your foundation to fix it instead of making like a high class mall that's members only don't call your members only mall a foundation like Come give me on. a break totally. and Anna's like I was always going to pay people back I really always want to fix that when all the money I stole Anna no you didn't you're saying that now you know, I know what I mean like I do put a plan put a payment plan in place like all of us peasants I know. who have a minimum charge on their credit card every month so we don't get in trouble with the interest I know come on <laughs> We're back at the trial, and Rachel, the girl that got bamboozled into putting down her corporate credit card for the Morocco vacation. Yeah, Rachel takes the stand. Rachel, 
good. I'm so glad we're, we're breezing right over the fact that she was born in fucking Germany or whatever. I, I don't know, care about I know, her backstory. I know. Now well, she- you know, all right, let's just say it really quickly. She was born in Russia. Her dad works in solar energy. They moved Anna to Germany. Anna doesn't even know what her dad does. She has no idea what her dad does. I I know. And like her dad and her mom work together or whatever. But the, my thing is like, why aren't we hearing from any of her family? You know what I mean? Yeah. This part of the story is true because like the researchers have found this part out. Sure. And like they're just fine with their daughter pretending to maybe she's been terrifying their whole lives and they're happy to just be rid of her. Yeah, like or they don't want to be associated with her right. and they're happy living their happy life yeah. in Russia or whatever. Oh god, maybe she stole money from them. Probably. I bet, oh god. But then like this is like Deborah, I love Deborah, our host, but yeah. it, it's frustrating here because she's like, Anna, why'd you run away? Were you trying uh, to escape something? And it's like, stop trying to make this a lesson uh-huh. or that it's something deeper. She's a social climber and a liar and a scammer and that's all it is. Totally. It's nothing more. Yeah. She wasn't trying to escape anything. She was no. trying to have a little bit of fun. Right. <laughs> Enough. So we're back to the trial where Rachel... She's on the stand and I, she was traumatized. It was the worst thing that's ever happened to her. I know. But of course she loved all the free dinners, which she's not being honest about. And there's also a lot she's not being honest a about. A lot. Like... Like, a lot. Anna also doesn't believe that Rachel wants to be there. I knew she didn't really want to be there, and they made her do it. She literally did not glance at me once except to, like, us to identify the defendant. She thinks that the authorities have forced her to testify. Girl, no. She's going to have a real rude awakening when she watches this episode of 2020. Yeah. Guess what? You both want to be famous. Exactly. And that's why, that is why you're in that courtroom today. The thing that Rachel's not being honest about was, A, she's talking about this Morocco trip and this whole experience. Like, it was the worst thing that ever happened to her. It makes you think she got saddled with that bill. Yeah. And Anna never paid her back. It's not true. Did you have to pay that money? Ultimately, thank, thank goodness... Um, American Express did protect me from the hotel charge, uh, which was the bulk of the expenses. American Express to the rescue. She, like, literally looks at the camera and thanks American Express for the free trip to Morocco, first of all. Yeah, they covered her completely because of how crazy the story was. But also, on top of that, she made money because she sold her story. She sold it to Vanity Fair, obviously. Uh She got a book deal and a movie deal. Yeah, so she's really... I mean, I don't doubt that, like, when you're bamboozled by somebody that you care about, like, that is hurtful or whatever. Yeah. But you landed on your feet, Rach. And, like, her lawyers did not give her good advice here because Uh their technique was sob story, just make everyone feel bad for you. If she was honest, I feel like the jury would have been on her side more Yeah. if she was just like, look, like, thankfully, I didn't have to do this, but think about all the other people she scammed. Or, like, being honest about it would, I think, go a long way for her. And she just lied and, like, the waterworks. Right. And so on April 25th, 2019... This morning, the fate of an alleged scam artist is now in the hands of a jury. What are you feeling as the jury is deliberating? I felt it was like a great indicator that it took almost three days to decide. So it means like it's not something, oh yeah, she's full of we're going to find her guilty. So I guess it just like speaks volumes. It's like how I came across. The jury's deliberated for three days. Anna is found guilty on eight counts. Also, Anna is thrilled it took three days. It just speaks volumes about how I came across. They weren't like one and done. It took them three days. She's found guilty of grand larceny, attempted grand larceny, and theft of services. Oh, we learned she's acquitted on the charge of attempting to steal a million dollars from a bank. Right. I just want to know that turn a ski mask. Right. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Like, like weaving in and out of the laser right. sensor. Like Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> or whatever. Like, Give me the money. Right. That's for my father. And then she's acquitted on the charge of stealing services from Morocco. Yeah, for Rachel. So, like, Rachel, she's acquitted on the Rachel charge. Exactly. Because the jury didn't really like Rachel. I mean, I think... 
think they, again, if Rachel would have been a little more honest about the story, like, she would have more credibility, and I'd be like, wow, that really sucks. But there's also no way to prove that Anna said that she would pay for the whole trip. You know what I mean? Like, Rachel, did you love that fucking caviar at $900 an ounce? I'm sure you did. And also, Rachel, like, this, what what happened is shitty. Yeah. But what also happened is that Rachel said, you can use my cards. Uh, Exactly. No one had a gun to Rachel's head. It's it's a really shitty situation. It must have been terrifying. I completely understand that. But, like, Amex to the rescue. Can you imagine going on the trip of your life without knowing it's the trip of your life Look, that you <laughs> I no no because I watched Broke Down Palace at oh a very god. young age oh god me too never the fucking cockroach nah, in the year. We did, wait, did we just talk about this Yankee Hank I think we did anyway her ultimate sentence was 4 to 12 years state prison in addition to her prison sentence, Anna's ordered to pay $200,000 in restitution and an additional $24,000 in fees. But interestingly, Anna's not ordered to pay back Rachel's $62,000 credit card bill. Four to 12 years, she has to pay $200,000 in restitution, $24,000 in fees, and Rachel's like, I want her to be in prison for the rest of her life. You know what, Rachel? You're both going to be a little famous for a week. It's true. You know what I mean? Like, you sold the book, you got the movie, she has Netflix, come on. I know, and, the, and then... Anna gets sent off to some different prison, calls her attorney, and asks to go back to Rikers. She misses Rikers. No one has ever missed Rikers in their life. And get this, when she gets that, it's a $320,000 Netflix deal. She has to pay the $200,000 that she owes in restitution or whatever. She gets to keep that $120K. She comes out on top here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She has to pay it back first and then collect her cash. So now it's February 2021. She gets out after almost four years for good behavior. I gotta say, four years is a long time. In Rikers? Yeah, wherever the hell she was. Yeah, or whatever. When she's so used to like... But also, at least she knows where she stands there. Uh Uh-huh, totally. Like, there must be some part of her that's like, She did 19 months of emotional labor in Rikers. Right? Like, there must be something like, well, they caught me. Yes. And the only scamming she's doing is like with other inmates and good luck getting caught doing that uh-huh, Anna uh-huh, in prison uh-huh. you know like she's just like wheeling and dealing with the ramen and the stamps and everything I always say I will make the best toilet wine if I ever go to prison mm. for tax evasion or whatever which I didn't do on purpose IRS I want to pay all my taxes you know what IRS make it easier tell <laughs> me what I, what I owe I'll be happy to do it don't make me guess no and then threaten me with prison when I did my goddamn best all I want to do is not ever go to prison but if I do I'm going to be making fucking the best toilet you're going to bottle that I'm shit I'm not going to prison for anything let alone a fucking piece <laughs> of paper where the IRS should just tell me what I owe. I They're playing fast and loose with all of us going to prison. I know! And they love it, and I resent that. Uh, so she's out. This is where she wastes no time tweeting, I'm back. Do you said, how lame is it? You get out of prison, the first thing you do is get on Twitter? Right, and the Ugh. lawyer you hate actually like is making some sense, because he's yeah. like... I said to her, lay low, get off of parole, sort out your immigration affairs, and then you'll have plenty of time to build whatever you want to build. But lo and behold, Anna is not one to heed my advice, and she decided to do what she wanted to do. Get your act together, and then try and go legit with ADF. Make, don't make a liar out of me. Right. Really try to make your foundation a real thing. Don't make a liar out of me. Guess well, what? She, she is not, not having that. She's on Instagram the second she can. She's doing Instagram lives. But she's doing Instagram lives where she's, like, drinking champagne in a tub in a dark bathroom with sunglasses on. Laughing obnoxiously, and, like, not even reading the comments. But the I'm reading the comments. Yes. People are calling her, like, an iconic queen. 
mean? No, you People guys don't do that. I love that she like got it. Well, I guess she didn't really get it. Four years in Rikers isn't yeah. getting away with it. It but gave like, her street cred as well. I know. Did. People love her. People love her. She's also like, not only is she a scammer and a liar, like there's nothing to her. Right. Like she has no personality either. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe she does, but she's never been honest with me in anything I've watched with her and she can't answer a single question. So like she's not even fun or nice or cool. No. And she totally gets hers because the, she's told when she gets out of prison, she can stay in the States for six weeks before she's got to go to like an immigration lawyer and like sort that shit out. And so at like the six week deadline, she turns herself over to immigration to like, where's the application for me to stay in the country? Well, she ended up in trouble. Some of her media posts were sarcastic. Like basically she didn't learn her lesson. You know, she's not remorseful, you know. And when she actually showed up to her appointment at immigration, they apprehended her. They arrest her. Right. So now she's in immigration custody. She's apparently awaiting deportation. Because of her shenanigans on the internet. If she had just stayed off or like just casually been on social media, none of this would have happened. And now her current lawyer is like, we're going to keep fighting. Yeah. We're going to tell her story. And I'm like, what story? We were here with 2020. I know. She hasn't said a single thing of substance. What are you talking about? Are you that hard up for work, lawyer? I'm sure there are plenty of people who could use your help. It's just like the connection to like the famous person. You know what I mean? Like, mean? disgusting. I know. You okay, girl? So basic. Why are you dressed like that? You look so poor. Oh, my God, girl. We did the Anna Delvey 2020 thing. Oh, I forgot the thing that Natalie loves. What? I do not have time for this. I do not have time for you. That's when she gets really mad at somebody who's basically like, you have no money, right? And then right. she just, like, flies off the handle. Anyway, that's for you, Natalie. Love you. Bye. Fam, be listening to Jillian's new podcast, Let the Women Do the Work, every Thursday. We've got a few more weeks of it. It's so great. It's documentary Thanks. style. Each episode focuses on a lady and her connection to true crime. Yes. What do you have to say for yourself? I really loved making it. It's been an honor to make it and, and talk to these women and also get the feedback from people feeling inspired or just seen or just yeah. learning about something new. So the feedback has been really, really wonderful. And like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be cheesy, but also like the journey of making it has been really great. Yeah. So now that it's out and people are listening to it and it's like, it's been really, really wonderful. So thank you all so much. Also, I'm bringing our show on the road. I'm taking the Disappears of Maura Murray show, the live show on tour. Yes. We are going to Florida. We're going to Orlando, West Palm Beach, Atlanta, St. Paul, Dallas and Houston. It's wow. me, Maggie, Tim and Lance. It's so fun. It's super funny. Please get your tickets. Yeah, go see them. It's yeah. going to be great. Go it's going to be them. great. You're going to meet your new True Crime best friend. That's and right. It's always such a fun night. Yeah. Join us on the Patreon. Oh, and join our Facebook group. Yeah. True Crime Obsessed podcast discussion group. Get in there. Meet your True Crime best friends. Right. And don't forget, you have to answer the questions because there are a lot of people in there and it's pretty heavily moderated. So just yeah. make sure you answer the Heavily questions. moderated in a good way. Like it's it's safe, fun, very freeing yeah. place to be where Jillian will say hi to your dogs. Yeah. Oh, and if I don't, I please just know that I love them anyway. I'm saying it right. Can this be a yeah. blanket statement? I 100%. love all your dogs. Yeah, I love yeah, them yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what are we doing next? We're doing The Housewife and The Shaw Shocker on Hulu. It's what? another scandalous housewife. That sounds very exciting. Yeah. The crime isn't very glamorous, but uh-huh. she wants you to think it is. Great. It's kind of, it's a little Anna Delvey adjacent. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, we're back to The Housewives. Well, stay tuned for the trailer for that and our funny and hilarious outtakes. And we love you. We love you. What a day. What a day. Oh, wow. Okay. Who are we going to take out of the impressions if we're adding Anna Delvey? Nobody. We're keeping we're okay. our impressions. <laughs> okay, great. Bye. <laughs> When you think of Salt Lake City, it's Jen Shaw. I'm sorry, it's the Jen Shaw Show. She was giving us the money. She was giving us the looks. Jen Shaw's entire story is wild. 
she gets a phone call. It's someone telling her that she needs to leave, and you can just tell in Jen's eyes, holy like, I gotta get out of here. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City cast members Jen Shaw and Stuart Smith now face federal fraud charges. It's all playing out live, like we're breaking news live. Rachel takes the stand. Rachel takes I'm so glad we're, we're breezing right over the fact that she was born in fucking Germany or whatever. I, I don't know, care about know, her backstory now. Well, well, you know, all right, let's just say it really quickly. I really want to call her Anna. Remember when we were doing Dirty John and Sister Jacqueline? I had to call her Jacqueline. Yeah. My gay mouth can only pronounce names like that. Well, let's not get into your gay mouth right now. It's not happy hour yet. <laughs> yes, it is. It's always happy <laughs> hour somewhere, As far as I'm concerned, it's happy hour anytime. Oh, Robert. Oh, everyone's so mad at me. <laughs>